I am a refugee. You know, I left Cuba with my parents when I was a little girl and came to the United States. For Gisela Turner, the topic of immigration and citizenship, it's part of her identity. So I remember becoming a citizen in sixth grade, you know, standing with my parents taking the oath. Gisela, or Gizzy, as her friends call her, grew up in Miami. Her father owned a business employing 250 people. Meanwhile, she went on to earn her master's degree and has spent her career working in higher education. Her family's story in the U.S., it all started with seeking asylum from the Cuban government. So when I've been hearing what's been happening in the last two years and how these immigrants are being treated, it just drove me crazy. Gizzy went through the usual steps. She wrote her legislators, attended protests, but she didn't feel like she was making much of an impact. So when her attorney friend Debbie called her with an opportunity to travel to the border, she didn't hesitate. She called me on a Friday afternoon. I was standing at the cleaners. I didn't even ask for the date, and I said, I'm going. Gizzy joined the Cara Pro Bono Project. She was invited to travel to a tiny Texas town called Dilly, population of about 4,000, to visit a detention center holding women and children. We talked right before she left. She was going there to interpret, to talk directly to those detained women with an attorney present. And this is their first step in toward, toward seeking asylum. And the first step toward seeking asylum is the credible fear interview. Credible fear means establishing their reason for leaving their country to prove they're in danger. And the preparation for those interviews was heart-wrenching, she says. So we have a handbook that actually um, spells out in English and in Spanish, like all the different questions that we have to ask and kind of the order in which we ask them. And what I have been doing is I have been like reading these questions out loud, out loud every night to get myself comfortable because some of these words I don't say. I mean, I... I usually don't talk to a girlfriend and ask her if she's been strangled. Pisotear, estrangular, you know, or if she's been sexually abused, or how long, you know, did the gangs uh, threaten your neighborhood? Eras testigo a un crimen, were you a witness to a crime? Um, yeah. She said she knew that she'd be working 12-hour days, talking to 15 to 20 women per day for five days straight. When we talked before she left, she was just beginning to prepare herself emotionally. We're going to hear some pretty horrific tales because honestly, who wakes up in the morning as a mom or as anybody, grabs their children and say, we're going to walk hundreds of miles or jump on a truck or pay a coyote to take me to who knows what my destiny is going to be. You're pretty desperate. You're pretty desperate. In part two of our story, we catch up with Gizzy and Debbie after their return, find out what they learned and how they were impacted next week on Radio Milwaukee. I'm Nate Immig for 889.